Time is running out for the planet Earth. It's impervious to all voices. There's an intriguing sensation. It's a nuclear device. Fun, fun, fun! Yes, that's nice. Statistically speaking, of course, it's still the safest way to travel. It belongs to a creature from outer space. It's a bird! It's a plane! It's very important. It does not go you. It's a trap! Hi everyone, and welcome to an all new episode of Geek Shell Inherit. I'm Daniel Pickett. And I'm Jason. How are you doing this fine day? I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah. I'm doing okay. I I I um I'm certainly questioning why we got another dog at this point. <laughs> And a puppy at that, right? <laughs> and a puppy, because yeah. uh, you know they're like little drunk people. They, they, don't, <laughs> they <are. laughs> you know, they they don't they don't quite know uh, uh, where they're going. They right. they don't quite have control of their bodies. They certainly yeah. don't have control of their bowels uh, and and the whole uh, urination factor. Right, much like me. Much much like you and and, yep. and drunkards. <laughs> And yes. uh, and you know what? There's, when there's an established dog, the established dog just kind of goes, "What is your problem?" Yeah. Like, dude, get with the program. Get with the program. Like, don't you got the whole thing worked out? Got already. the whole thing. I've been I've been working at this for years. Just 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 follow my lead. I know what I'm doing. Just fall in line, you punk kid. Fall in line and just you know. And when I when I when I kind of give you the signal, like oh, that's enough. You know, d- don't don't think I'm playing. I'm saying that's enough. Like back, I, I'm I'm tired. I'm done. If you see farts, because you stand on the backs of giants. Exactly. I've, exactly. I've been down this road. And he just isn't. He, he's tenacious. I'll give him that. And maybe it's a puppy thing, because he just. I mean, between climbing the stairs, like it's yeah. like like one day I'm I'm hearing this noise and I look down and all of a sudden I, I'm I'm like, well, he must just be downstairs. He's on the third step. He's made his way to the third step. And then one time, you know, the couch is near the stairs. Just as I'm coming down to go, okay, let me get you off the step. He tried to jump from the fourth step onto the back of the couch. I mean, it's like wow. like a little stuntman, you know. Yeah, yeah. He booms, he hits the couch, and kind of tumbles down, and but he just shakes it off and keeps going. Like he's just a little, like a little drunk person. Like doesn't quite know, doesn't quite know what's going on just yet. Because he's like three months old, right? He's he's three months old. Yeah. He's three months old. And, he's uh, like the size of like a flip flop or something. He's a tiny little thing. He's a, he's a little thing, and he's kind of like a little otter. He, he kind of he has, he has this weird body, like a, he's got a long body. I don't know what he's going to end up looking like. Uh, if he gets too big, we're gonna. I, I see, we were talking about it the other day. I said, "What do we do if he just turns out ugly or gets too big?" And my wife was like, "Well, then we'll drive him out to a forest and and leave him in the middle of the forest." Oh, puppy lake. And I said, "He'll find his way back." I know this dog. He will you'll be upstairs, you'll hear that sound again. Yeah, that sh- sh- he'll find us. So it's it's been fun, but um but he's a handful. That's that's for sure. And Henry Henry's doing a good job. He's he's been a good little leader. Well there's there's been some requests for you to post pictures of little Bowie I know. on on the GSI page. Well so. I'll, I'll, here here's breaking news. Uh the, 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 the wife hasn't quite taken to she keeps trying to say Bowie and she keeps saying yeah. Bo. And she likes Bo, but then she thinks, well, does it sound kind of country or this and that? And um, this morning, she, uh, as she was driving in, said, I've got it. I, 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 th- I know what he, what he is. He's Elroy. Wow. Yeah. And I, That's quite a departure. I, yeah. And I said, 
okay, I could I could live with Elroy because I'll, I'll still call him Elroy Bowie. But but she said, well, what what Elroys do you know? And I said, well, besides besides Elroy Jetson, right? You know, you know in the he's in the song. I mean, his name's in the in the damn song. Uh, Neil Finn has two sons. One is called uh, uh, Elroy, and the other one is called is not called Elroy. No. Uh, Neil Finn has two kids. One is called Liam, and the other is called Elroy. That's the only huh. Elroy I know of. Uh, okay. So so he, he might end up being Elroy. I don't know. But God bless him. He doesn't know what to – we're not calling him anything right now. Just little bastards. Come here, you little bastards. <laughs> you know? And he knows he's done wrong. He already right. he already knows, and he puts that face on, and you just – you want to beat him with a stick, but you can't. He's too lovely. But anyway, that, that's been – I've got my hands full here. How are you doing? Well, you saw Neil Finn's coming back to town, right? I think tickets go on sale tomorrow. They, I think they went on sale today. Well, actually, that was, oh, today? That was okay. preempting what I'm excited about. But, uh, yes. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay because he's he's one of my guys, so we'll we'll talk about that. But um, All right. what's what's going on? I know that we're going to have to make this an abbreviated version because we're both a little crazy, and you're a very busy man. So we'll we'll get right to the – lots to discuss, obviously. Again. Yes. Let's get right to it. What are you excited about there, sir? Well, I, I think what I'm excited about will dovetail a bit into what we'll probably end up talking about first, and that is uh, the the day of the doctor, because we got a little sneak peek, just an absolute surprise yesterday, that I think blew all our socks off. How, how, who can who can pull this off? You know who? I mean, to be surprised, not only what the content of it. And I don't want to give too much away in case people haven't seen it by the time they hear this, but like, not just the content, but like. Just out of left field that you're even getting a surprise like this, and with Paul McGann, I mean, yeah, you know, and well, tell me what you because you just didn't you just sort of discover or, or finally get a chance to see the the TV movie from '96? Yeah, I had never seen it before. You know, it's legendary, and people have told me about it, and you know, uh, sort of smeared its name for for many many moons. But yeah, that you know, BBC America is doing that. Uh, Doctors Revisited series where they'll show, you know, they'll do like one of those talking head shows sure. and then they'll show like a series of episodes. Right. What, but for for the eighth Doctor, they just ran that whole thing and I'd never seen it before. So the other day I was uh, taking pictures of toys for the website. I was like, oh, I'm just going to put that on. And I watched it. And of course, you know, it is terrible uh, in, in many ways. Eric Roberts has no business being there. Right. Uh, in the whole San Francisco setting. But Paul McGann, not bad. He's wonderful. You know, He's wonderful. I, the thing is, like, I remember getting excited about this. I remember this this going to air on Fox, and you know, the, there was the thought that maybe this could be a series on Fox. I mean, X Files was huge at the time. Why couldn't this be a weekly series? Like, you know, and it is what it is. It you know, you, it's it's easy to criticize it, and God knows I have, but it's it is this sort of stopgap in the wilderness where nothing was going on for this character and nothing was going on for this property. And uh, it could have been something, it, you know, it ended up not being, it, it had to tick so many boxes. You know, there is a, if you're really curious, because you'll, you'll probably find this fascinating it, on the special edition DVD of the TV movie, there is a documentary about the making of this thing. And it is extraordinary. The tenacity of uh, uh, Philip Siegel, the guy that, that was executive producer on this thing, for better or worse, pushing for this thing. He's, he lives in a, he lives in the U.S. He is, you know was born in, in the U.K. Big fan of the show. And then of course you had to tick all these boxes of you know trying to introduce 
the country to this character in case they didn't know who he was and Americanizing things. And it. But the one thing that everybody seems to agree on is how good Paul McGann is in it. Yeah. And he, he really is wonderful. And that's why the, I find this Night of the Doctor so bittersweet. Apparently he's had a whole, you know, batch of audio adventures that I've never heard that he's Right, yeah, he was the one that kind of kept it alive through that while there was nothing being made for Doctor And Hill. ironically, a uh, bit of trivia, you know, I think, I could be wrong about this, but, you know, while he became the Doctor, he did this TV movie, you know, everyone's wondering what's going to happen. But meanwhile, the, the Doctor Who magazine, which is extraordinary in itself, continued. You know, it's, it's like the, I think it's a Guinness record for like the longest running publication in conjunction with the property or something. It's been going since, you know, the late 70s in one form or another. It's never stopped, even in the wilderness. And because he became the Doctor in that TV movie, he then became the Doctor in the comic strip in that magazine. So okay. up until Eccleston came along, he ended up being the longest running doctor, I think, in the, in the comic strip ever in that magazine. Right. Uh, maybe ever, because he just, by default, was the, was the doctor. And I love that they kept it within – that was one thing that they talked about in the documentary, the, the one thing that nobody wanted. Nobody at Fox, none of the executives, everybody was completely and utterly against having Sylvester McCoy in doing a cameo. Right. Nobody. I mean, Siegel was the only one that said, we've got to have him. You've got to have this continuity. And no, well, yeah. nobody knew who he was. Nobody wanted to do it. And thank God they did, because it, it really bridges that gap. And now this Night of the Doctor, it just makes me realize how good McGann was in the part. And, you know, we'll never really get to see him. I wish he was, you know, in, in this new adventure, you know, in, in the whole thing. Um, but it's pretty. And so did you did you end up seeing you, you saw the TV movie before you got to the Night of the Doctor? Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's like, what? How lucky are you? That's like. <laughs> I know it's crazy how that worked to out. Watch Star Wars: Empire and Jedi in one sitting instead of having to wait like we did. So, I mean, should we? We'll talk about it in just a second. So, but there's a lot to kind of say about that. Wait, which but, which one? The Night of the Doctor. The yeah, Night of the Doctor, and yeah, and, and what that means for everything. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so I'll say that I'm excited about you know all that 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 Doctor Who. That big batch of who coming up, that and big bucket of who, uh, yeah, adventures in space and time, you know, all that stuff. So big bucket of, that's what I'm excited about. Big bucket of smelly uh, who. Unfortunately for me, I'm actually going to be uh, out of town while that airs, uh, out of the country. What? So yeah. Are you? So I don't know how that's going to work yet. What's wrong with me. you? I might not be able to see it for about a week. Where, but, uh, where are you headed? Uh, we're, we're actually going on a cruise. The whole family is going on a cruise. Oh, fun! Over the that Thanksgiving week, so I'm sure you'll be able to get a signal somewhere. I'll be completely unplugged <laughs> for about a week. I'm sure somewhere in the middle of the ocean you'll be able to see the anniversary special. Yeah. Well, safe travels on that one. Sorry, I'll try not to spoil it for you before you come back. That's uh, yeah. Please don't. <laughs> uh, not a huge deal, but I am excited because my good friend Neil Finn. <laughs> speaking of Neil Finn. Uh, one of my heroes and just one of my, my favorite songwriters of all time, uh, is not only coming to L.A., but he's got a new um, album that's been announced. It's coming out in February. And uh, a new single, which I just found, and now I forgot what it's called. <laughs> uh, well, there's one called Dive Bomber that's sort of making the rounds, but he's got a, um, a single. I'll look it up as, as we speak. Uh, that's uh, that sort of hit YouTube and stuff, and he's just a he's just a, a, a 
I just he's one of these guys that just I get excited by everything he does. And anytime you see his name, you're guaranteed some quality. And he's a brilliant songwriter. And to have three careers, one with Split Ends, one with Crowded House, and then a solo career, and then to bring Crowded House back and to have these great projects with you know uh, Johnny Marr and, and and guys from Radiohead and all kinds of stuff. He's just a he's a bit of a genius. And so it's very exciting that he's he's coming back with some new material. So that's what I'm excited about. Nice. Yeah, uh, but boy, we got some stuff to hit. Yeah. Uh, we've got some some, uh, <laughs> some ex- exciting yet not entirely unexpected uh, Star Wars Episode Seven casting news. Has I don't know that I've heard that. I'm sure you've heard this. I don't know that I have. Uh, Mr. R2D2 is 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 officially in the in the film. You're saying that Kenny Baker is now? No, 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 no. You didn't see this yesterday? It, it was. It, no. Oh, huh? I'm sorry. Okay, I thought you did. The official first shot of the workshop made its way around the internet, and it's J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy and some other guys standing around R2 saying R2-D2 has officially signed on. He held out uh, contract negotiations for quite a while, uh, <laughs> and then apparently got what he wanted, and he's officially in uh, Episode 7, which oh, okay. you would just think that you know, 3PO would follow suit and they'd be in the next three three films. You would think that. They are the glue that holds it all together. They are, for better or worse. They are the they are the glue that holds it together. Uh so yeah, so that just that just made its way around. So congratulations, uh R two D two and his family. I'm sure they're very Absolutely. They're very happy. Maybe, maybe we'll get a figure of him. You think? I don't know, I'm hoping. There have been so few. I know. <laughs> so that's kinda cool. Still kinda quiet on the um the Star Wars front, except for just everybody embracing the fact that Kasdan is back in the ring and, right. and doing stuff, which is which is very cool. Um, which made me think of something the other day. Something to do with Raiders and Spielberg, but I forgot what it was. Um, what else is happening? Well, uh, let's go ahead and jump into Night of the Doctor. Okay. Let's just do that. Get it out of the way. Let's do we, it. We've teased it. So, so, anybody, yes. so anybody at this point that <laughs> that hasn't seen it or paused the thing to watch it while we're talking, I'm sorry, but we're going to talk about this. Yeah. So there. So yeah. So if you're not caught up, you know, I think most people know that this is the 50th anniversary. We've certainly been talking about it enough uh, that we're excited about that. So yeah, and and, the, and that episode, Day of the Doctor, is coming uh, in two weeks, right? Or I guess yeah, the 23rd. 23rd. Yeah. Yeah. 23rd, yeah. So uh, there's been a lot of controversy around this episode. Oh, really? The Night of the Doctor? Well, yeah. I, I think a lot of – because, you know, we've seen a lot of stuff from guys, uh, previous doctors, sort of lamenting the fact that they're not in it. I see. I see what you mean. Yes. And suddenly they put out this prequel thing, this – I don't know. It's about seven minutes long, and one of the guys that – we, they have not talked about being in this thing is the star of yeah it. yeah and they they shot it they just put a thing up on uh, the actual BBC website uh, I guess last night uh, of Stephen Moffat talking about how they secretly filmed this thing on the last two days of filming that episode mm. so it it leads one to believe are have they been lying to us all along and are we going to be seeing other things leading up to it or maybe some of the other ones being in that episode. Oh, I sure hope so. I sure hope. You know, this, uh, I, I, 
because it's funny you say that because because it was as I'm watching it, I'm thinking, this is so, this is so well thought out. Like, how did they pull this off? Like, nobody knew anything about this. What a beautiful surprise to throw this yeah. thing, an official thing, in like this. You know. There's so much stuff like on YouTube, you know, if you try to, because every now and then you go, oh, gee, I wonder if there's a new trailer for the 50th, and you go to YouTube, and there's like 8,000 fan-made 50th anniversary trailers or this and that, and yeah. some of them are so good that you're halfway yeah. through it before you go, oh, this isn't official. What am I, you know? Which is, yeah, that's... Uh... I believe that this is, that they went to the trouble. So I sure hope that's the case. I hope that, that we're going to, I, I feel like Moffat is such a fan and cares so much about the show that there would be some Easter eggs, you know, within there somewhere yep. in, 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 in the thing. But as you know, the, the, the real trouble, once you get, even Sylvester McCoy looks fairly like he did back in the day. But if you, yes. if you go a little too far back, I mean, it, it gets, you either have to explain the look away, which, which you could do with writing by saying, they were stuck in some, you know, temporal prison or something that made them age more rapidly, and that's why Tom Baker looks the way he does, you know. Or you get lookalikes, you get actors just like they did for the Monty Python thing, where they did the um, the making of Life of Brian, where they had all these these great actors that looked very similar, including Darren Boyd, who did a spot-on impression of John Cleese, which is amazing. Um, and then you could also explain that away by some temporal anomaly or something. Yeah, because in, in that uh, that charity one where David Tennant met Peter Davidson, didn't they explain that he got yeah. caught? Yeah, exactly. Or something like that. I mean, there's gobbledygook you can make absolutely. up. I mean, absolutely. I, I know Moffat has gone on record, you know, or he's been asked and, you know, someone wrote it down and posted the Internet. Something it seemed vaguely kind of crappy about, you know, we want to leave these men with their legacy and their dignity or something like that. And I think kind of referring to Colin Baker, who really doesn't look like him, he did uh, back oh, in the show. Oh, come on. Well, you know, you know, what, you know what's a shame? He's one of the nicest guys, and I've met him a couple of times, and he's so sweet, and boy, did he get shafted by that show. He, he just, the story about his, he, never could you find a guy more enthusiastic about getting the part, and then for a number of circumstances, and, and you know, people didn't take to him either. Um, he really got shafted. So the fact that he, he keeps this good attitude about the show and still does making ofs and you know audio commentaries and stuff and keeps his dignity. But you're right. He does. He does. He do, and Tom Baker, of course, is you know 80 now. But he's got. If you see Tom Baker in any interviews, even today, he's got such charisma. He's so insane. Totally. Just completely insane. You know, Terrence Dix who was the script editor, and he wrote many of the novelizations back in the day. He was like one of the, the stalwarts of the, of, the, of, the, of the Doctor Who thing. He, he told the great thing about Tom. He said, well, how would you describe Tom Baker? He said, here's how you describe Tom Baker. If, you go, if anybody else, you say, good morning, and they'd say, oh, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you doing today? If you say good morning to Tom Baker, you go, good morning. You go, is it? Is it? Is it? Oh, yes, it is. Oh, it is a good morning. Oh, it is. And that, that summed up the thing. He was just always just on a different planet, and he still is. Uh, I would see him come back as an 80-year-old doctor, you know, living in a cave or something. So maybe we're going to see the, that. Wouldn't it? But the thing about, like, Tom Baker, though, I mean, he's changed a bit. You know, his hair is, you know, shock white and all that sort of thing. But you put a wig on him and his old costume, because really his costume was just 
his hands and his face sticking oh, out. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he still has that same twinkle in his eye yeah. and that crazy grin. I think of all of them, you know, he could, uh, you know, sort of be passable. But I'll tell you something. Did I talk about Shatner and my niece the last episode when I was in New York? No. Just real quick. I mean, my brother is a big Star, my older brother's a big Star Trek guy. I was always a Star Trek. I mean, we all we all watched Star Trek, but once Star Wars happened, forget it. I was Star Wars. So he slowly kind of introduced my niece, who's now ten, to the movies and then Star Trek and then some of the original uh, Star Trek episodes. So she's hooked on the original three Star Wars films: Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. And she was starting to get into Star Trek, and he showed her quite a you know six, seven, eight of the original uh, TV episodes. But then just recently, she saw him in a Priceline commercial. And she just would not let it go. Like the whole trip, I kept defending Shatner, and she's like, "But he got so fat. What's with the belly and the tummy?" Like she just, her brain only knew Shatner as this young, strapping fella, as the captain. Right. And it was yep. shocking to her to think that this was the same guy in the Priceline things. Of course, I had to defend him and say he's solid as a rock. He could still kick your butt. It's dilithium poisoning, I think. Well, I said, I said, and she she, she made some analogy about someone else, and I or I forget who it was, and I said, well, did they fight the Gorn? No, cut him some slack, you know. Yeah, how many Klingons has he has he fought? Uh, so, yeah, you know, there there is that. I mean, I mean, Baker looks. He certainly is a Colin Baker, Tom Baker, Davison. They've all put on some weight and aged a bit. Uh, McCoy could do it. I love the fact that McCoy is in the Hobbit. Right. I think that is so cool that Jackson is such a fan of, of Doctor Who that he, he put Sylvester McCoy in the movies. Um, that's fun to see. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought – so would you, would you, would you be if, – if November 23rd comes along and we just get what we think we're going to get, which is you know, Tennant and Smith and all that, would you be miffed that we got this thing? That, that you know, hey, what about the other guys? Or would you prefer to be surprised and actually have something happen? I mean, I, I I wish there would be. I mean, you know, they've they have digitally sprinkled in all the other doctors this whole season. I, I just rewatched the last episode of the, the last season, that, and I that, forgot how good that was. That, that, yeah, oh. that whole opening sequence God. and just you know, uh, I mean, just great, rock solid across the board that last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just a punch in the gut. So yeah, yeah, I would love to see those guys. I mean, they a lot of them put a lot of years in their their blood, sweat, and tears. And it's, you know, it's it's kind of like what uh, Peter Davidson said when he met, or uh, when uh, Tennant met Peter Davidson. It's like you're my doctor. It's like I'd love to see my doctor, you know, back in the saddle again doing something. Sure. Well, I'll say this again, and I, I know I've said it to death, so forgive me, but I just can't. I still. There's, there's, a, <laughs> you know, I was never. I, I, there was a time, you know, in the, in the early '80s, and like, well, you know, by the time you got to junior high, and you know, a bit of, I mean, I kind of walked away from from the show. It was, it was on like Friday nights, I think, on on public television. But you didn't, you didn't wear a Doctor Who button on your jacket and tell the world you were a fan of Doctor Who. You right. just didn't. You yeah. know, Star Wars was cool. James Bond was cool. Star Trek, you're borderline. But you didn't go around. If you, if you wanted to you know, make it with the chicks, you didn't say, oh, did you see uh, the twin dilemma on Friday night? Wasn't it great? You just you didn't do that. So, right. so this was a show that, was, that was, was and had always been made for 
it had a massive audience in the 70s and, and a bit of the early – I mean, really, when you look at some of Tom Baker's stuff, the, the, he hit a high in like 79. I think it was somewhere between 10, 11 million viewers. I mean, it was – I mean, again, again, you've only got three channels, whatever, but it was, it was a big, big show. But it was never like mainstream. It got close in, in the U.S. where there was this big cult thing that happened. So I'm watching this trailer for an adventure in, in space and time. And thinking about this thing, this TV movie probably cost more than an entire season of Doctor Who in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. I mean, they made it for nothing. And I think there, there's a sense of vindication that, like, everybody is caught up with what a great concept this show is and, and how many boxes it can tick and how many – if you're a fan of this, it'll work. If you're a fan of that, it'll work, you know, and you can dip into it here and there and um, – I just think it's extraordinary that it's it's 50 years old and there's there's this kind of hoopla and and you know uh, attention being paid to it. I think is really it, it's it's hard it's hard to think back to the time you had to set your VCR on a Friday night and tape this show um, and and look for for stuff or try to find conventions that came to town and stuff. Yeah, you know it's it's pretty wild. Uh, but it would, it would be, I'd love nothing more than to have some of those other guys show up in some way, shape, or form and have it been kept a secret all this time. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine if we got, like, another one of these on Monday and then, like, another on Wednesday? Oh, if only. You know, I was – were you or were you not? Okay, and I'm going to give it – again, if anybody hasn't watched it, I'm sorry. Were, were you watching it the whole time thinking if, if, the, if Eccleston's face shows up, <laughs> yes. I am going to – crap a boot yeah yeah right because uh-huh. you're like because Eccleston has done a real good job of saying nope not doing it what if he's full of crap exactly that's what I'm saying you know I feel like they're all lying to us at this point unfortunately I feel like with Eccleston he's, he's a pretty serious guy and if he says he's not doing it he's not doing it I don't, I don't know uh, but boy that would be cool uh, but it, it was it was so good to see him and then to have that twist at the end which I even that I didn't expect I thought, well, and and what does that mean exactly? I have no idea. Because if it means what we, what it could mean, that resets the count to something very different. Well, didn't he? Well, here's the thing. Didn't didn't it say in the credits, and 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 John Hurt as did it say the 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 war doctor? Yes. So what is that about? Like what? Well, I don't by know. the way, just in case you maybe you knew this, but maybe you didn't. I don't know. Well, this is another little Easter egg for the fans. The Sisterhood. He's, what does he call them? He's like the Sisterhood of Utter Boredom or something. something like and they're that, like, yeah. no, the Sisterhood of whatever. That was from a Tom Baker story called The Brain of Morbius. Oh, okay. So that goes back to 1975, one of, wow. his, one of his earliest adventures with Sarah Jane. And um, it, was, it, was, it was a you – know, there was a time there when a guy called Philip Hinchcliffe – was the produ- executive producer, and they they riffed on a lot of stuff. Uh, they riffed on the thing, you know, the 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 thing from another world, the fifties thing that became the John Carpenter thing. They riffed on uh, all kinds of stuff, and the Brain of Morbius was them riffing on the Frankenstein story. Okay. Uh, so okay. to see this sisterhood again, it's like, oh my gosh, like that's just where did that come from? You know, um, that was a fun little thing to to have in there. Um, but it's it's very exciting. I'm getting very excited for this uh, this anniversary. Yeah, I got to agree. But, I mean, like I was saying, someone brought it up. Like, if we're counting the war doctor as a doctor now, I mean, does that 
wh- where are we in the regeneration process? Yeah, or just I mean, the t- as soon as you start getting into timelines and alternate timelines and stuff like that, you you can do your head in. Like I don't I don't know what that means. I'll tell you what I'll, I'll give I'll make a confession though. Okay. I realize. See, I see something like that, and it gets me very excited for the anniversary. But I realize the little voice in the back of my head has been saying, don't get so excited about this. Like, take it. <laughs> and I think I've figured out why. Okay. Because I remember the 20th anniversary. I remember getting pre-ordering and getting the hardcover book, Doctor Who Celebration by Peter Haining, and just just – Pouring over every page and, and learning about the show because it, in 1983, I had never we'd never seen Hartnell or Trout or Pertwee stuff in the U.S. It just we did they didn't have it. It didn't start happening until the mid 80s. So I remember the 20th anniversary and getting so excited about that special, The Five Doctors, and having the book and just this you know how a new book smells that that you just put it up to your nose like it's a new book smell. Yeah. And I can't believe it's been 30 years since that. So I think yeah. that's why I've been like, yeah, whatever. It, it, I'll watch it when it comes up. Like, I, I kind of don't want to admit it's been that long. <laughs> the 20th anniversary. It's like, what happened? Yeah. How did I get here? So, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, lots of other stuff going on. Um, what's this about underground? Speaking of underground toys, what's going on? So, you know, they've done that, uh, the three and three quarter inch line now. Yeah. They put out, I don't know what, six figures? Yep. So so they just announced this week that they're doing a variant wave that I had to go back and look at my actual wave to figure out what was variant about them. <laughs> okay. I mean, there's, there's a couple that are obvious, like the, the Weeping Angel has the angry face instead of the calm face. Okay. The Dalek is black instead of, you know, the copper color. Okay. But like the the... But it's this, it's essentially that that wave over again. So they've got the angry faced angel. They've got the angry faced angel translucent. Oh, they've repainted the dialect black. The Cyberman is a bit shinier. Okay. And that thing in the center of his chest is blue now. Okay. But then they slightly repainted like Clara's dress and. Sort of changed the color on the Matt Smith figure. So a tiny variant, like a different bow tie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just paint color. I think I picked up, I picked up the Doctor and what's her name and uh, Cyberman and the Ice Warrior, just because I love the Ice Warriors. That's one of my favorite designs, in the yeah. history of the show. I just think it's brilliant and it holds up so well. Um, but I think they're kind of hit or miss. I hate to be that guy, but they, um, the 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 Cyberman is okay. The Ice Warrior is great. And I think the humans leave a bit to be to be desired. Yeah, the 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 sculpting on them and the likenesses on that on that scale of figure yeah. don't work as well as like their five inch line, definitely. Yeah, it's tough to you know, some of them pull it off with the with the three with the three and three quarter inch. There's some great sculpts out there. Um, yeah. but it just didn't didn't quite quite do it for me. And then of course I was like, Do I have to get the TARDIS again? Like how many times have I gotten the TARDIS? Yeah, you know, there's the there's the one the I got the you know, I got I mean, I remember, oh my gosh, when, when when the show came back, you know, it didn't air here for a long time. So I got the import DVDs, uh, the Region 2 DVDs, which were three episodes per DVD. Are you talking about like the Eccleston the series? The Eccleston series, yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. I, that's how I watched it. And then there were just a, a trickling of toys. Underground had the license, and there was a set that were two Daleks 
uh, with remote controls that could fight each other, and they came with a doctor and a rose. And this was the first yeah. time that there had been a doctor, like an action figure. Well, I'm sorry, I take it back, the Daypole stuff. But any of the new stuff, like, you know, that, that was the, the newest thing to get. And so I, I paid an arm and a leg for, through some UK, you know, website or something to get this toy um, just to have a figure of the doctor. And, and it had, like, three points of articulation. And then they had a TARDIS, so it was a bank with a picture of, of the Doctor and Rose inside that, that talked, had like four or five lines from the, from the pilot. I've got that on my desk right here next to me. Did, that, that the one, did I give you that? Nope. I gave it to somebody. I, I bought it fair and square. Oh, I gave it to someone. But yeah, that was like the first, like, wow, there's a new, there's a, you know, a new a TARDIS toy that talks and makes sounds. Like, that was a big deal. Uh, yeah. Little did we know there'd be so much stuff coming. I, I like most of what they've done. I think they've done a terrific job um, with the classic stuff, the current stuff. Again, I just never thought there would be a huge toy range for Doctor Who with role play items and all kinds of stuff. And much less you'd be involved in the making of some of that. Thank you very much. That's a, it's a nice, it's a very bizarre, very cool feeling. It, it's. Yeah, it's it's just weird that this show has been with me for so long. And I'm not one of those guys. I don't have, like, every episode. I don't love every story. I don't. It's very much a Tom Baker thing for me. Um, uh, you know, I've got all the Bond films, but I don't love them all. You know what I mean? With Doctor Who, it's very specific. I just love the concept. I think it's hard to go wrong with whoever sort of plays the part. Uh, yep. I, however, don't think it should ever be an American actor. Oh, I agree. And I think the whole – I'm tired of the whole he should be a woman thing. It's like – I don't think it has anything to do he's, – he's, his makeup is that he's a, he's a dude. You know, I just think it's – I think it's a moot point. I think Moffat even said that, like, enough talking about this. You know, he's a guy. So you're all – you're time lord, not time last. Oh, I'm, all, I'm all for time last. But, I mean, it's, if, he's a, if he's a man, I think he just – I think it would, he would remain a man if he changed. I mean, I would. Okay. I mean, if they did it and they cast a woman, I'm sure it would be terrific, and I would still watch it, and it could be very interesting. I just, my vote is just, you know, he can be an old guy, he can be a young guy, he can be whatever, but I think he should be a guy because that's just what he is. I mean, I think. All right. But I'm, I'm, you know, I'm open to make him a lizard, whatever. <laughs> uh, what else is going? On? I have not seen Thor two, by the way. You didn't see it yet. Oh. I did not see it. No, I've been busy with the little menace. A little white menace running around the house, so I haven't seen it. So it's like having an infant. You guys can't leave the house. I kind of. He makes this when you put him in the little kennel. He makes a sound like a, a sheep and a and, yes. and a giant pig fighting, and it breaks your heart. <laughs> it's just he's just he's just a little menace. I just and he's looking at me right now. Uh, but but I, I can't wait to see it because it lo- I think it looks terrific. And speaking of Eccleston, I love I love seeing him in anything. So. Um, so I'm, I'll talk a little bit about it spoiler free. Okay. Uh, really, really enjoyed it. I would say that I like it better than the first one, and I like the first one a lot. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. And I did- uh, And again, and I've said many times, uh, even before the first one, I, I always thought you could not make a compelling Thor movie. Even though I'm a Thor fan, read the whole Simonson run, you know, loved him as a kid. I just never thought it would translate. So doing one movie successfully, much less two. Complete surprise to me. Oh, that's great. Don't you think, so, though, wouldn't you say, and again, I haven't seen the second one, wouldn't you say one of the smartest things they did was to was to not have him speak exactly as he does in the comic book? 
Yes, very much so. You know, Verily. I, I, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I just don't think, you, you know, you, you, he's larger than life as it is, and then you throw that vernacular in there. I think it's jarring for a lot of people, and I think it's hard to, to not have your tongue in your cheek. So yeah. I think that was – he's still, you know, speaking, you know, quite properly. <laughs> but, you know, to not have him speak the way he does in the comic I think was a really smart move. But the, I mean, still the most exciting thing, like coming out of that movie, is just the fact that they are telling this overarching story through all these films. I mean, again, you know, we saw it in Iron Man three, and we see it in this again. There's references to what happened in the Avengers and him being in New York and and that sort of thing. And they're just, you know, having one guy steer this ship and making these all tied together so beautifully done and beyond my wildest expectations as a Marvel and a comic book and a movie fan. Well, when, you know, I was thinking about this the other day and, and, and I'd love people to write in on this because I've been racking my brain other than, other than television properties or television universes. In other words, and I'm not even that well versed in this, but I understand that like, Next Generation, you know, veered over into Deep Space Nine sometimes, and you can keep the mythology. Or like when you think about, you know, an X-Files crossing over with Millennium a couple of times or, you know, dif different shows like that. Other than television properties that have done it now and then, I cannot think of anything like this happening in the movie world. Right. Where you've got this – you can make little references here and there. Like even in – even in the Val Kilmer Batman, they, they reference Metropolis. That's not what I'm talking about. That is not what we're talking no, about. No, I'm talking about this, like you're talking about this overarching, you know, mythology that that weaves in and out of these different different stories. Um, I can't think of it ever being done before. And even, you know, I finally did get to see last week's Agent of Shield, which I think is the one you watched. Is that the one? And that the, uh, with with the Chitari thing. With the Chitari helmet, yeah. Wasn't so that ties into this larger thing. But wasn't that? Well, yeah. What wasn't that? That was good because it didn't focus on that hacker sky chick at all. Right. Right. That's why that episode succeeded. But it also, it I also thought it was, it played to Coulson's strengths. It finally, it, it it seemed like he finally kind of came into his own in the in the show, and that got interesting to me, like him feeling weird and whatever else. I thought it was a cut above the other ones that I'd seen. Again, I want to clarify. I never thought it was like god awful i just i expected more and i was disappointed but that episode really and i haven't seen the, the most recent one but that episode i thought was really terrific and um completely uh, agree it shows where that where that show could could go you know where you where you could yeah. take it and i love that it's still it's still dripping in the rate dipping in the ratings though but i thought it didn't it get like a, did it get a second season or a full first it got it got the full first season, full first yeah. season. okay well, but I mean, even even though it it keeps sliding, it still was like number four for the night. So okay, we're gonna see it around at least this season, and hopefully they'll find their voice in time and and kind of make it what everyone wants it to be. I'm kind of and and I, and that episode, like you said, was a great step in the right direction. I'm kind of surprised that we haven't seen any kind, even like a Disney Store exclusive, you know, toy line for for the show. I thought there might be something. Uh, well, who would you who would you have? Well, just a couple of figures for the fans. Just a couple of. I mean, they did that exclusive Iron Man three figure of, of Tony Stark of Iron Man. Uh, right. Just a couple of like but, exclusive. But Iron Man is a little more exciting to look at than 
Here's a guy in a suit. Here's a guy but in jeans and I guarantee the fans, the fans would run out and get him. I guarantee it. If there was anything that was that that you know could go along with the rest of the figures on the shelf, I'm just surprised there isn't even like a T-shirt or something. Because well, you can go get your uh, Agent Coulson Hot Toys. That's right. They did a Hot Toys of him, didn't they? They did. Yeah. I hope. I just hope they don't. I hope whatever it he ends up, whatever the truth ends up being, that they they get to it. Sooner than later. I mean, do yeah. you have any? Do you have any sort of theories at this point as to what what's going on? No, I don't. I keep I keep I keep thinking of the vision. I keep thinking they're 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 grooming him for, for as the vision or something. That would be very interesting. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, didn't they make it? Didn't they make a reference to a, a girlfriend that was a cellist? Yes. Didn't what's her name play the cello? The Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I don't know. Did she? It was either the cello or the accordion. I forget. <laughs> she was a big Zydeco fan. <laughs> I don't recall. I don't know. Um, what else is happening? Well, let's see here. Uh, yeah. So, but you got to go see it. Oh, you know what? I want to get to this right oh, away. Oh, the kid's crazy about it. Yeah. What do you need? This Batman versus Superman thing. Yes. Uh, there are some casting rumors going around about Nightwing. Yes, and Wonder Woman, saying Wonder Woman's going to be in it. And the first name that got thrown out for Nightwing is the, the dude from the, the show Girls, the HBO series. He's like, The main guy? The dude, he's like her boyfriend, her on-again, on again, off-again boyfriend. Yeah. Big, tall dude. He's a good actor, but that's a weird choice. I mean, come on. Come on. I, I'm not... And maybe I'm just maybe I get too much of a hang up about that show because it bugs the crap out of me that girls show, uh, and I've watched it so I can say that. Um, but there's got to be a, a wider pool than than that dude. Yes. You know. And again, like I said, I think he's fantastic as an actor. I think he's, but he's, I think a, he's, he's a he's a goofy looking. Fella. I mean, I think he's okay. I don't think he's. I don't think anything he's done has like knocked me out or anything. He was in something else too, wasn't he? Was it what else? He's been in a lot of things. He was like an, an army guy in something. I thought he was. Yes. What was that? What am I thinking of? That was in it's like uh, a World War II thing or something. The day the Earth Stood Still. No, I don't know. I can't remember. I think, but yes, I think he was like a soldier. I know. I know what you're talking about. I remember seeing that on IMDb. Right? But like, yes. I, I picture him in the winter time in, in a helmet. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I thought he played a soldier or something, but he's fine. But I just thought, really, Nightwing? I yeah. I, I thought that was strange. Um, but yeah, they're 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 certainly amping up for that one. Yeah. See, did you see that weird like Wonder Twins poster that came out yesterday? No. So there's a a poster that's and I don't know where it originated from yet, but it made its rounds everywhere, and it's a. It's a purple poster that has, like, the DC logo and the Warner Brothers logo at the bottom. It's got two fists touching, you know, and it's got a big W on oh, it. Oh, come on. And it says, like, activate at the top. And it's sitting in a comic book store just laying on top of the long boxes of back issues. And the two names at the top are Kunis and Kutcher. Come on. I swear to you. That's weird. Yeah. That some people are speculating it may have something to do with the Lego movie, but it that seems like a reach to me. Do you remember the the wizard article? 
like a thousand years ago about who they would cast about stuff? No, it was a thousand years ago, and um, there's a, there's a special like Alex Ross, like a like a diamond commemorative book of all his stuff, and then one of the quotes in there for Alex Ross was like. Any regrets? He's like, yeah, I regret doing that. They did this thing in Wizard. It was remember they used to do the April Fools thing every year. Yes. And the magazine would be loaded with articles that were b crap. Yeah. And it was this this amazing you know Alex Ross print. I mean you know painting of the Wonder Twins talking about the move. This movie was going to happen. Right. I, I think Paul that. Dini was going to write it or something. I think. Yeah. That was just yeah. the thing. Well, apparently they got more you know, letters about that, like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. I mean, it completely backfired. Everyone was <laughs> was supposed to get that it was a joke, but people took it very, very, very seriously. And it ended up, ended up pissing off a lot of people <laughs> that, it was, wow. that it was, that it was hokum. But, uh, I just think leave the wonder twins. Do we need them in anything? I mean, maybe a Lego game, but do we need them? Is anybody really hoping for those guys to come back? Uh, I'm not necessarily. No. Who were the what were the guy? What were the ones before them? Remember the guy, the boy, and the Wendy and Marvin and and the Wonder Dog. Was he called Wonder Dog? Yeah. Boy, that was a tough time. Yeah. That was a tough time to be a kid. I I, I specific because I used to read the Super Friends comic. You know, when I was in college. Oh, like the, no. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, and I remember an episode. Was... I remember uh, an issue. Where Wendy had been captured, Wendy and Marvin had been captured, and Marvin had ropes like tied all the way around his arms and and body, all the way around his torso. Mm-hmm. But Wendy just had them like on her arms and then like went behind her back. And I remember asking my mom like, why wouldn't they just tie them up exactly the same? <laughs> What'd you- She's like, well, girls are more delicate, and they they just chose to. <laughs> They tie her up nicer. The girls are just made of porcelain and they break easily. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember as a kid, like, why wouldn't you just tie them up the same? Or tie them together, for that matter. <laughs> or why? Or better yet, why not drown them both? Yeah. Like, why does she get the special treatment? And why is she? She seems totally with it and together, and he seems like he's a, a man child. Like he's yeah. wearing the t shirt and walking around the cape. If you saw that guy walking around, he was like 17, you'd kick his ass. Yeah. Right? He was he was shaggy with a cape, essentially. He was shaggy with a cape and less weed. Okay, I, there's breaking news that just happened while we were speaking. Oh, I thought you were shocked about the weed comment. No. I thought you went numb. So, no, Variety just sent me an email. Stop it. Saying that The Killing, Netflix has ordered six last episodes of that thing. <laughs> It has it has been canceled twice now. I thought you were going to tell me that like it's official. Harrison Ford is you know signed on for whatever. Like you really got a thing about this show. You you really I do. You hate these. people. They really hacked me off twice. You hate these people. Well, maybe they're maybe they know that. Maybe they're aware of how upset you are, and they're like, we're going to make amends and wrap it up. Six more episodes for Pickett and make him happy. I can't believe it. They probably listened to the show. They're probably sitting in a have cheated death twice. Was killing people. They're probably sitting in a room going, Pickett hates us. We've got to wrap it up better. And they God, made a deal with, it like that. with Netflix. Uh, speaking of, have you seen any of the footage of this this uh was it Amazon show with John Goodman and um Oh yeah, is it Alphas or wait, is it no the there's two shows they just ordered. The Gary Trudeau thing, the political thing where all yeah. room. I watched the pilot. 
Yeah, I saw the pilot. There was a batch of pilots. I watched a few of them. They were pretty good. There was one about teachers that was great. Yeah. That yep. didn't get chosen, unfortunately, but that was very, very funny. Um, but that looks like it could be kind of fun. Yeah, that's coming this month, and, I guess. And Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. He's in it. Yeah. Like, wh- where, where, where's he been? Seeing dead people? I don't know. I, I think he got that DUI, and then he kind of disappeared, and suddenly he's he's not only in this thing, the uh, Amazon thing. He's in. There's a new thing coming on IFC. Have you seen this? This this spoof miniseries. No, I don't think so. Oh, I can't think of the name of it. But you know, Will Ferrell is involved with it, and and what's his name, McKay, who did the Anchorman movies, and they did that Casa de Mi Padre or whatever. Just making stuff that up. Will, Will Ferrell did a movie a couple years. Ago. No, I know. I know what you're talking about. So it's like a, it's like a, it's sort of like a, a telenovela thing, but also as if a Harlequin type book had been adapted into this TV thing. And it's Kristen Wiig and Tobey Maguire and Will Ferrell and uh, Michael Sheen, a bunch of people, and Haley Joel Osment is in this thing too. <laughs> like he just suddenly said, "Okay, I'm ready to get back to work," and he he gets two series right out of the gate. Wow. Yeah, and he's been he's been quiet for a while, that guy. Huh. So uh, yeah, for all you Haley Joel Osment fans out there, careful what you wish for, because got two shows to eat up. Let's come back with a vengeance. Come back with a capital V vengeance. Uh, what else is going on? So yeah, we talked about you know how there's no video stores left, and and that kind of the final nail in a lot of those coffins were as it was announced this past week that. Dish TV, which had bought Blockbuster, is shutting that place down now. Oh, look at that. They're shutting them down. This past week uh, was the last time you could rent videos. Uh, and uh, you know what the last movie, new movie that they got in that you could rent was? Uh, Beaches. This is the end. Oh, that's ironic. I know. You know, it's bittersweet. Uh, it had to happen, obviously. Uh, is it a terrible thing? In a way, I think it's kind of a... It's kind of a a sad thing that you can't go browsing like you used to, but in a way it's, you know, technology, it's all fantastic and you can see anything at the tip of your fingers. Um, but I, I worked at a video store for a time and, uh, I got a great education because yeah. I would, you know, I was, they, they made me a member, um, which was like a buck a movie and I would rent like three a night. I mean, nice. You know, the classics, the forums. I mean, I felt like I had all this stuff to catch up on. I, I used to have one of those Leonard Malton, uh, big paperback uh, movie guides, and yeah, yeah. I would zip through it and highlight the movies I'd seen, and then write down the ones I wanted to see. And I had this list that I carried around with me. Talk about nerdy! <laughs> and you know, some of these weren't even on video, and I tried to find them, whatever. And but I, I got a huge education in a, in a short amount of time because of that amazing uh, video store that I worked at. Um, I also got an education in, in pornography as well because they had a huge. Uh, Pornographic section. I used to love. That was the name of your autobiography, right? Yeah, exactly. I used to love going back there and like putting movies away and and watching the guys in that special room like read the back of the box. Yeah. And then I think, what, what do you really? What is it you're looking what is for? It, what kind of story are you looking for in this one, pal? Just if you recognize the cover, if not, just bring it to the counter and and, and get it. Uh, yeah. So, kind of with the titles of those, you know what you're getting. I, I think so. Yeah. Nothing more embarrassing, by the way, than working at the video store. You know, not not too long out of high school. And uh, seeing an ex-teacher, a former teacher, when you went to school, <laughs> coming to the counter renting a couple of adult films. Oh, Mr. Harrison. Just trying to look at the floor oh. or look. How are the kids? Good? Okay. That'll be, you know, or having to call 
the houses uh, and say you're, you know, this copy of so-and-so movie is well overdue and have, you can hear the mother go, well, we would never rent something like that. Well, someone in the house did. It's, <laughs> it's overdue. So I'm sorry to break it to you, but uh, you got to pay for look, look under the sofa cushion. Ordinary uh, peepholes. Um, yes. Anyway, so RIP to the uh, video store. Uh, internet. I guess there, there'll still be, you know, the the main ones are going down. I guess there's still some franchised ones that may be around, but it, you know, the, the the corporate entity that was Blockbuster. Would it be Would it be appropriate to say that Internet killed the video store? Yes. Well, there you go. Yes. And Redbox, you know, Redbox is still. I love a that magazine. Thing I get that magazine to to. every month. It's my. Favorite. No, 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 not Redbook. The Redbox. Oh, Redbox. Yeah, where you go and touch the thing and it spits the thing nice. out. Red Book, still a great magazine, though. <laughs> I don't know. I get that and highlights every month. And Grannies with Fannies, we know. Cheek Week and Grannies with Fannies. Yes. <laughs> so so there's that. Um, what else is going on? I got some new toys. No. I did, yeah. Come on. Got that, got that Rocket Raccoon wave of Marvel Legends, uh, finally. Yeah, with... Um, it's got like Jean Grey and Scarlet Spider. And... I got. I found one of those. I just got the the Black Panther because I love that character. I love the look of that character. Yep. So I've got the Black Panther and I've got a couple of raccoon arms sitting around somewhere. Those those were up on uh, Hasbro Toy Collector and I grabbed them. Okay. Um. Uh. Can we talk about this thing real real quick that I just read about? You knew about it before me, but this this Bat Kid thing and. Oh sure yeah. What a cool freaking thing this I almost cried reading this article. This little boy, he's five years old, Miles something, I forget his, his last name. Uh, the Make a Wish Foundation set this thing up. Um, he's got leukemia, and he wanted to be he wants to be Batman. And they set this thing up, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is unprecedented. The way they did this, because usually it's just an organization that plans something for the kid. This time they got the public involved. And they like you can read the you can look Google the article and and see this stuff and they like you know sectioned off sections of, of like downtown San Francisco or something isn't that right? Uh yeah yeah I mean they had this whole elaborate thing planned out where he was going to have this adventure day as Batman. They got these two Lamborghinis these black Lamborghinis that they put bat logos on that would be his Batmobile. Uh, he had another. There was another guy there helping out that was dressed as Batman, and he was Bat Kid. He had his own little costume with armor put on. Yeah. And they had this whole day planned out where he would go and like save someone from uh, save this woman from a cable car. He saved a woman that was tied to the the cable car tracks. Yeah, but fighting the Riddler. Fought the Riddler. And then he, then apparently the Penguin. He he stopped off for a burger somewhere with with the gang, and the Penguin. He got an alert from the, the 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 mayor or the chief of police or someone that said we need your help again, and the penguin had kidnapped. Would he kidnap a mascot or something? I think so. Yeah. I mean, just this whole thing was so elaborate and so extraordinary, and then it it, it just you got to read this. And then at at the end of it, he got the key to the city. He like there was this big celebration, but all these people came out with like signs for him and cheered for him yeah. and you know these actors were playing these parts and it's just like this whole city stopped for this kid <laughs> to realize this dream and it's, that's yeah. amazing it's really really cool i mean it's it's uh it's it's i hate to sound corny but it's very heartwarming to read this thing and and uh, you know best wishes to him and his family and whatever they're going to they have to go through but it just uh, 
just an extraordinary story. It's really amazing to see all these people come out and do this and, and really cool. I mean, just he wants to be Batman. It's just so cool that the myth keeps going, you know, yeah. and, and it's not that he wanted to be no offense, but it's not that he wanted to be, you know, a Power Ranger or, you know, a turtle or whatever. No, no offense to any of that. But it's just I love that this five year old kid, you know, wants to be Batman. Yeah, you know, it's like the kid that sh- I, mean, I told you, the Halloween kid that showed up. He was like seven, dressed as James Bond. And I'm going, what are you guys watching at home? Like the- <laughs> this kid wants to be James Bond, you know, of anything that's out there. Um, I just think it's cool that Batman keeps going. And uh, yeah, totally. it's a really cool story. So let's dedicate the show to, to Bat Kid. I think. Yeah, come on, Bat Kid. Bat Kid, we need you. It's awesome. Yeah, and that's you know that's the Make Wish Foundation. Fantastic people. That's just such a neat. Thing. Oh, and, and the other cool thing was the the San Francisco Chronicle created a special issue oh, yeah. that they handed out to the people, yeah. you know, saying they were the, the Gotham City Chronicle, like talking about this kid and the crimes that he stopped. They wrote all these stories and stuff. And the, like, articles, the articles were written by Clark Kent, uh, Perry White, Brenda Starr, you know, all, yeah. the, all these, you know, famous reporters from the, from the comics. It's just so cool. Uh, such yeah. thought and detail put into it. And um like the local ABC affiliate was streaming the thing online. Uh, the San Francisco Gate, we can look them up. SF Gate on Twitter, they had you know took pictures and were live tweeting the whole thing. Just the the coverage of it was really great. Yeah, Bat Kid, very very cool. I want an action figure. Someone should make an action figure of Bat Kid. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, very cool. What else is happening? Anything else you got for me? Well, I think I will mention, I'm going to try and have these up on AFI next week, but uh, the Captain Action guys sent me the new Marvel costumes of Wolverine and Iron Man, and they're the best ones yet. They're really, really cool. The Iron Man, I've been waiting for that one. That that looked really, really cool. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Those are super fun. I really, really dig those things. Yeah, that's awesome. We love those guys, and uh, anything that keeps the name alive is, is okay with me. Yeah, and in other toy news, you know, we're reaching the end of the Watchmen line over at Mattel. Ozymandias went on sale today, so... Ozymandias, that means I should be getting him any day now, right? Yes, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's it, huh? That's it for... Yeah. That's it for them. Yeah. Can I get Moloch or anybody else? No. Well, it's a miracle that it happened. Uh, we've been waiting a long time for it, so... You know, I, I, I do think there were some mixed results, but I'm happy to have Watchmen. Movie Watchmen and and comic book Watchmen on the shelf. Uh, yeah. it's, it's very cool. Um, yeah, so I, I've got an a interview with Scott that I'm putting up on AFI in about an hour or so about the Watchmen and how Mattel got a hold of it and, and their plans and how they were able to do it, that sort of thing. So check that out. Yeah, I didn't, you know, we talked about the Ghostbusters thing a while ago, and the, I didn't know the goggles were already on sale and gone. I, I never got my goggles. So now, well, they're supposed to re, resell them, I think, on Cyber Monday. Which is which? And then what? What is that? The Monday after Thanksgiving or something? Yeah, the Monday after Black Friday. After Black Friday. Okay. Uh, and then on the sixteenth, twelve sixteen is when that wand is is on sale. Oh right. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and I, yeah, and uh, Entertainment Earth is doing a bunch of crazy pre-Black Friday sales. Like every day, they've got some new special. I picked up some awesome three and three quarter inch Venture Brothers figures. You did. Yeah, I bought I bought all of them. I didn't even know they were making those. What? <laughs> they had a great deal on those, so I bought all those. Oh, awesome. uh, I'm going to pick up the uh, the Battlestar Galactica SDCC set in the tin. <laughs> Very cool. I think that that's on Sunday. Awesome. So yeah. 
Yeah, we're still still plugging away with that stuff. We got some very cool things happening uh, with several of the licenses and Star Trek too. Some really cool Star Trek stuff happening. Yeah, cool. Uh, and we're plugging away on other possibilities. Uh, watch this space for other licenses. Knock on wood. Awesome. Uh, very cool. Well, um, I know you have to run because you're very busy man, Mr. Bond. Uh, so that's an, that's an hour's worth of juice for people to, to drink up. Yeah, and we'll try and squeeze in probably one more episode next week. Before you split, yeah. Before we split, and then there'll probably be a skip week right after that. Well... You know, we're, unless you just, you know, people want to call you and talk to you. <laughs> it's five minutes a call. <laughs> Too fitty a call. Uh, okay, great. Well, uh, have a wonderful weekend. And, uh, well, I mean, our weekend coming up. And uh, we'll talk next week. More, more of the same. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Shiny. Let's be bad guys. Secrets of nature's deepest mystery.